Welcome to the Inspo by Jayco Podcast. This is the podcast where we help you find inspiration in the little things so you can do the big things. And now, let's have a convo about Inspo, led by your host, Jennifer Coleman. episode of Inspo by Jayco. I'm your host, Jennifer Coleman. My friends call me Jayco and you can too. I'm so happy that you decided to join me for a few minutes. Thank you. Your time is valuable and I really appreciate it. I feel like the reason that I do this is just to shine my little light and hopefully help you do the things you need to do. And so as long as you keep listening, I'll keep talking. And according to my statistics, there's a lot of you out there. So that's encouraging to me. I just try to, you know, be myself and be my authentic self. And hopefully what I have to say resonates with you. If it doesn't, just go find another podcast. You won't hurt my feelings. But if you do like what you hear and you think that I have some value, that might help someone else. I always appreciate it when you tell a friend or you leave me a review on whatever source you're listening to me on. Lately, I've had more listeners on Apple Podcasts than anything else. So thank you, Apple Podcast listeners. Go ahead and leave me a review or a few stars there and maybe someone can find me because of your kind deed. Okay, so I'm titling today's episode, Better Days Are Coming, and I want to share with you an anecdote that happened to me last week when it wasn't a a good day, (laughs) but here I am talking to you right now from a better day, so I am proof that even though you might have a yucky day or a yucky experience, you can come out on the other side of it, and you just have to remember that things do get better. So uh, let me share you this story. This happened to me last week at the end of a school day. And so I get out of work about 3.50, okay, 3.50 p.m. And on this particular afternoon, my son, who's my youngest, who plays American football, he said, Mom, can you bring me some food before my football game? And I said, okay, sure. What time? He said, 4.15 p.m. Okay, perfect. That gives me about 25 minutes to get food and take it to my son at the high school. And that's totally doable because we're only about 10 miles away from each other. So perfect. Here I go. It's the end of the school day. Now, I don't know if I've told you, but the school that I am in right now is new and they are constructing a lot of things still, especially on the outside grounds. And right when our school ends, all these worker people, these construction people with their um, big machinery, they just start like planting trees and going back and forth over the sidewalk and There's lots of loud equipment, and it's just unpleasant. So right when I leave through the staff exit, there's a big, giant, long sidewalk before you get to the teacher parking lot. So here I go with my mission to get my son some food before his American football game, and here I go. I'm walking through all the workmen. I go all the way to my car. I start driving to this chicken place to get him a a six-finger chicken box. (laughs) 
and I'm halfway to this restaurant when I realize, oh my goodness, I left my phone in my school office. Now, you might think, what's the big deal about leaving your phone? Well, I have one of those magnetic wallets on the back of my phone, and it has my driver's license and my debit card in it. So it really is important that I have that with me at all times, and I usually do. But here's the thing. When you have a new school, your routines are new. You're not really in a routine. In fact, I'm trying to figure out what my routines are. Where do I put my purse? Where do I put my sweater? Where do I keep my lip balm at in my drawer? Which drawer do I put it in? Where do I put my band-aids? Where do I keep my water bottle? All these little tiny things that make your office life comfortable. I don't have those routines set yet. That's part of kind of the fun thing about starting a new place is it shakes you up. But it's also um, a reason that things can go differently like how I forgot my phone. So I did a U-turn. I go back to my school. But here's the thing, friends. My elementary school is right next door to the high school. The high school gets out later than the elementary school. By the time I swing back around, now I'm in the high school traffic. Yucky! It was yucky. It took me longer to get back to school. And I was starting to watch the clock and I was getting worried because, you know... My son doesn't have long to eat before he has to play football. And, you know, he wouldn't be home until late. And I was feeling all the mom pressures to go ahead and get him fed. So anyway, I make my way in through the traffic back to my school parking lot. I'm walking back up the long, long sidewalk to go back into the school. But the worker men are all over that sidewalk. Well, I don't know if you've ever walked by worker men when they're when they've got their machines going, but what they tend to do around here is if a pedestrian or someone like me that's clearly just passing through, when someone like me is walking by, they tend to stop their equipment and wait until you pass and then they go back into worker mode. Okay, so here I am walking by the worker men going back into my school. I rush into my office. I look all over. It's not on my desk. It's not in my desk. I'm thinking, what in the world? I went into the workroom next door to my office. It wasn't where I was just working. The last room that I checked was my, uh, I have a broadcast uh, studio inside of my library where I record things with the students. Well, sometimes I eat lunch in there and I thought maybe I left my phone in there. Friends, it was not there. I started to get panicky. I thought, where in the world can my phone be? I need that phone. It's got my wallet. I need it. Then I thought, you know what? I bet it fell out of my tote bag that I put in the chair of my car. I bet it's in my car. So I go back through the school, out the back door, through the staff entrance, down the long sidewalk for the third time. The worker men with the loud machines stopped their I mean, there was a lot of them, guys. There was a lot. There was about six or seven men working, and all of them stopped their machines while I go back to my car. And let me just tell you, 
It is hot. It is Texas heat hot at four o'clock in the afternoon. It was like, oh, 98 degrees. And I was dressed up for work. So, you know, I wasn't in my little mom shorts. I was in my my lady clothes (laughs) for, for work. So here I am. I'm going back to my car. Now my heart rate's even faster. And I'm thinking, please let it be under my car seat. Please let it have fallen out of my bag and it's in my car. I open my car door. As I'm leaning forward to dig through my bags in my car, uh, my badge that I wear to get into the school, I wear it as a lanyard around my neck and my keys to my office are on it and it was just banging in my face so I just threw off my lanyard in in frustration and I'm hot and I just uh, just took off this lanyard and I'm digging through my bag. I took out everything in my lunch bag. I took everything out of my tote bag. I scoured under my seats and I I'm serious. I was almost having a panic attack. I'm thinking of my son waiting for me for his chicken. I'm thinking of where is my phone? I have to have that. Anyway, while I'm digging under the seat, all of a sudden it hits me like a bolt of lightning. Oh, Jennifer, you know what you forgot? Today, around one o'clock, your your phone was about to die, so you decided to charge it with your new iPad phone charger, and you put that on that plug, and, and it was in a different spot. So I realized, oh my gosh, it is in my office. It's just on the charger back by the um, whatever, by my file cabinet, which is not where I looked the first time I went back. So in a, in a small way, I was a little bit relieved because I could visualize it and I knew it was in there. But then I'm realizing, oh my gosh, I have to go back through the long sidewalk with the worker man because that's the only door that we can go in. So this time I'm mad at myself. I'm so mad that being out of my routine has caused all of this wasted time. At this point, we're talking about 25 minutes in. And I can't even text my son to tell him, dude, I'm going to be late. You know, I'm doing the best I can here. So I shut my car door. I'm stomping back up the long sidewalk. The men turn their machines off again and these are not little machines these are like those um, excavators you know they look like little tractors I mean they're turning them off as I'm coming I get all the way through them to the door when I realize holy Toledo would you believe I left my lanyard with my keys that led me into the building in my car I left my badge and my keys in the car when I was frustrated and looking under the seats. I had to turn around and go back through the worker man for the like sixth time. And I lost it, y'all. I looked up at the heavens. I closed my eyes. I gripped. <laughs> I gripped my hands into little balls and I screamed really loud at the heavens. I went, ah, but like full on. And I mean, all those men were stunned. (laughs) I, I mean, when I think about it now, I'm laughing, but at the time I was at the, I was at the brink. Okay. And here's the thing. I just was like, get through this moment. Just keep moving forward. Just go get the keys, go back in, get the phone and get the chicken. So I walked through the men, 
to my car, opened the car, got my lanyard, and guess what? <laughs> Those men were watching me. They didn't even turn the machines on between when I left them last time before when I came back. <laughs> so I had to walk back through them yet again. I used my keys, went inside, got back into my office. Sure enough, there was the phone with my wallet on the charger that I'm not used to using. <sighs> and this time, I went out a side door and I went the long way to the teacher parking lot because I couldn't stand to have those men see me as a fool <laughs> one more time. So at this point, my son, okay, now I have my phone and sure enough, my son had been texting me and I'm like, oh honey, I'm, you know, I'm doing the best I can. I, I made a mistake and now I'm stuck in traffic because honestly, when I finally did get my phone, I'm still in the high school traffic and it just took forever. And, you know, high school traffic, we're talking about high school drivers, nothing against high school drivers, but they don't have the sense of urgency to leave after school that maybe someone like me that had to get somewhere does. So I was a little more frustrated in the car and I was trying to breathe myself through it. <sighs> breathe, breathe, breathe. I and then my son texts me, mom, I really have an hour between when I get out of school and when I have to be suited out uh, to play football. So I'm good. And that actually relieved me. I wish I had known. I didn't know how much time he had to eat. And I'm thinking, he's saying 4.15. Does he have to suit out by 4.30? I didn't know. No, it turns out he had a whole hour. So that did buy me some time, but I didn't have that knowledge when I was going through my misery. All right. <laughs> Hello. I'm sure if you're a parent, you can relate to that. <sighs> So I whip myself up in the chicken line. It's right near the high school, so that's very close. And I texted my son. I said, dude, I'm the 10th car back. I hope I can make it. He goes, I believe in you. <laughs> like I have anything to do with the chicken line. <laughs> ah! Okay, so here I am. It's finally my turn at the drive through window. Now, I used to work a drive through back in high school, 30-something years ago, okay? I know how drive throughs work. I know how you do it, because I've done it. And usually you say, hi, welcome to wherever. May I take your order? Something short and sweet. Well, this chicken place is known for being full of jokers, okay? <laughs> so I pull up, and the I don't remember this exactly how she said it but she said something like this welcome to Kane's chicken where the chicken is the kicking and the kicking is the licking and the and the rooting is the tooting and she just goes on this big poetic jargony poem <laughs> and at this point I'm I'm about boiled you know I'm about at boiling point I'm, I'm about to pop out of my seat and I said I need a number six extra sauce with a tea and she was like, are you okay? I said, yes. <laughs> Usually I'm so friendly and polite, but I was just done. I was like, don't read me a chicken poem. Just take my order. Take my money. I got to go. <laughs> Do you hear me? <sighs> I pulled up. I was friendlier at the, in person because I did feel bad. I was like, no, I just want a tea or whatever. So I pull up, get the chicken. She gives me the bag. It, it did go pretty quickly through the line. Thank you very much. I pulled up through the high school, which is very close. And now I'm in a different set of high school traffic. Now I'm in my high school's traffic. And, you know, 
some of those kids don't have urgency either, but I can spot my son by the field house and I'm like, okay, the, the end is near. I could, you know, I could see that I was about to deliver it on time. So I pull up, pull down my window. He gives me his backpack so he doesn't have to worry about it. I give him this big bag of chicken, his tea, and he said, thanks, mom, you're, you're the best. And I was like, oh, I'm driving away and I felt like the last 45 minutes like draining from my shoulders and my neck. I was like, whew, I just went through so much and I probably made it worse on myself. So I drive home, which is not far from the high school, and I just sit there in the chair and I'm like, what just happened to me? I don't ever lose it and scream at the sky with with bald fists in front of a whole bunch of strange men. That's not me. What is this? <sighs> Here's what it is. Here I am a week out from all that. And I have more clarity on that whole thing. Because I don't like losing control. I don't like losing my cool. I don't like fussing at girls in drive throughs I don't like, you know, I don't like driving away feeling like I messed up. And I was just so angry with myself for not knowing where my things were and that I didn't have it set like you always hear that that uh, phrase everything in its place a place for everything and everything in its place well I don't really have that established yet in my office and that frustrates me and uh, I was frustrated over the week of just all these construction workers around our school and I know that they're necessary because we want it finished and like parts of the inside are finished like but there's things that still there's still a lot of finishing work the outside needs help so I know these men are just doing their job but I'm just tired of the construction you know what I mean have you ever built something and you're just tired of the process you just want the product well that's the thing. I'm rushing the process because I want the product. <sighs> so I think the lessons I've learned are give yourself grace when you mess up. That's for one thing. Number two, uh, you shouldn't try to rush the process in order to have the product. <laughs> okay. And three, better days are coming. That's why I'm titling this episode Better Days Are Coming because it did get better. You know, I have not left my phone since. Now I'm a lot more vigilant about how I charge, where I put my things. I have more of a mental checklist before I leave because I know it's very inconvenient to turn back around. So, I mean, in, in some ways it was really good to go through that horrible moment. <laughs> And if I can, if some of my misery can help inspire you, then I'm happy. I'm happy for that. But, um, (laughs) y'all, it's just been hard. It's just been hard to start over. You know, I had it so easy and so good for so many years. uh, And here I am starting over. But I did ask for it. I know I'm where I'm supposed to be, and I know that I'm sharing my gifts with people that need them, and I do know the big picture, and I do know it's all going to work out, it's all going to be okay, and you know what's so sweet, a little bit later from when I got home from that whole chicken mess, my son texted me, um, that was delicious, thanks for taking care of me, like he was very thoughtful in what he wrote, and I thought, you know what, overall, I might, you know, I achieved my goal. I I got my son fed before his game. Um, He didn't win. Their game didn't win. But he did. He's the center of their football team. And he had some good snaps. So I'm happy for that. 
same thing with him, process over product. Um, just the fact that he suited out, he participated, he didn't win, but he, he had he had a personal good game. I'm proud of him for that. So, <sighs> better days are coming, better days. And I hope that's true for you too. If you're going through a difficult situation, just try to make it through that moment. Try to make it through that situation. Then sit yourself down, let all that stress drain out of your neck. <sighs> Breathe. Thanks for joining us for Inspo by Jayco. Keep shining your light so others can find their way, and we will see you next time.